Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sal Capaccio. 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 On WGR. Well, perhaps good timing as Bulldog and I just had a short conversation about Stefan Diggs. I was, well, Bulldog was off all week last week and then this Monday. And I had been off for a few days before that, so there was some stuff that we just... I haven't asked you about Leslie Frazier yet. I know. Uh, right. right. So there's some catching up to do, but just, you know, are you following this drama with Diggs? And as Sal Capaccio joins us on the West Hill Hotline, I just see from Sal on Twitter that there's more in the way of Diggs with a quote or a commentary he made. It reads more like that, Sal. Uh, I'm sure you'll clean it up as we talk now. But um, <laughs> what is what is Diggs saying here on... The shop. So he was on the shop, which is LeBron James's show on HBO. It's um, from, I believe, under, uninterrupted. I believe is uh, the kind of the umbrella that that's under. And I just went and watched the episode, which is out now. And he was he said a few things about himself about Buffalo, I guess. But what he said was, I'll quote here. He was asked, "What do the Bills need?" Like you've been here a few times now. He talked about. He said the first year. We go to the AC Championship game. Second year, it's 13 seconds. And then we lose last year. And he was asked, what do you need? He said, quote, it doesn't make sense. I'll rack my brain with this blank at this point, with this crap. Uh, and then he went on. He has said a couple of words. But then he said, I think it's more execution than anything. Small little pieces on why it's not going right. We've got the players. We've got the plays. Why isn't it coming together? That's where you draw some of those questions. I never want to question who I am. I never want to question how I am. I'm giving this everything I've got. I'm dying on the hill for that. End quote. Is is this is this is is this giving anything away? Like is this saying anything? I don't think it is. Like who says? I don't think it is. I, I, it's hard. I I mean I don't know how how uh, much do I need to say first about ad- admiring the player and everything. It's just like I never want to question who I am. Like, isn't that the first thing anybody would do? Is ask them not to say that he deserves blame, but isn't that the first thing you would actually do? Right, is question what have I done? You know. But yeah. he's like, I never want to. It's just sometimes taking them literally seems seems uh, precarious. Um, right. I, I don't. Do you ever? Do you ever? He read? also said. Um. I think that I think the frustration is I know I'm giving everything here. Like why? Like is someone else not? Is what's going on? And he's he's not blaming anybody. He doesn't want to blame anybody, right? Like why haven't we won? I know I'm doing everything I can. Um, he also talked about how his his departure from Minnesota was pretty interesting. The one little thing he gave about like maybe his feelings or whatever was he talked a lot about Minnesota and getting out of there and how he basically said, you know, I'm the number one, and they 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 talked about that but I felt like I got treated like I wasn't and Adam was and he said he has a great relationship with Adam Thielen but he felt that you know maybe he wasn't as 
treated as a number one wide receiver should be, or you know, in whatever terms. I have to go back and listen exactly. And then he said, so he thinks the Vikings actually traded him, believe it or not, quote, not to have the career I've been having and for crap not to go well, in my opinion. He basically said he, they traded him to Buffalo because he thinks that Buffalo was a destination they felt he would not thrive. And then he used Antonio Brown as a reference of like getting traded, not coming to Buffalo and how he came here. And you know he didn't feel the Vikings did that. But the one thing he said was, then he said, I had a little bit of that this year, a little bit of that P- PTSD, I think is how he put it, about all of the stuff that, you know, putting everything, maybe just not going right or in a dark place. He said, in a dark place when things aren't going right because you know you're trying your best and things aren't going right. And he said, I had a little bit of that this year is how he put it. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack, I feel like. I I, I don't know yeah, how, yeah, right? how hard I want to go because he's not saying everyone else isn't giving everything they have and that everyone Correct. else is to blame and I'm not. But when you say things, when you choose to word things the way that he's wording them, you do not have to take a very long walk to get to he might be inferring that everyone else isn't as committed as him. Yeah, maybe that could be true. I, I think you, you could read that into it, and you could also. I think Stefan comes off to me as a person who is very, very personal in how he approaches things, and he expects everyone to be like him and say, We're, "You, you need to put everything aside and take this as seriously as possible. This is your livelihood." He talks about that, like everything he does is mm-hmm. for himself. No one, you know, he has to answer and look look at himself in the mirror at the end of the day that he gave everything he could for his team to win, and he talks about that. And I don't think he's necessarily questioning anybody individually. What I think he's doing, to me, is the broader view of, so why isn't it coming together? I know I'm doing this, right? I mean, I I don't want to question if I'm not. So is everybody else doing that? And I don't think he's pointing the finger saying they're not. But I think he's asking the question, does everybody operate the same way? Yeah. Is everyone else pouring everything they have into this to the level that I am? Correct. This, the tweet about or the comment about his brother, um... The Instagram, if you want it, like, I I don't, I I think I'm going to choose to stop before really digging so that my hands are covered in dirt here trying to figure out what he really means, because I'm not even sure it's exactly possible. But Sal, you know, at the risk of lighting a flame here uh, where it's not called for, I know what he's not saying. He's not saying the stuff that you almost hear everybody say, and we question whether they mean it. Like he, he's not saying the easy stuff about Allen or about the organization, mm-hmm. you know, about his future. There's, this is where I want to be. I mean, they gave him a lot of money and a big commitment, not even a year ago. And so now, like, he isn't saying anything along the lines of, you know, hey, we've been close. We got to keep fighting that, that kind of. Well, maybe he is saying that. But w- where's the reinforcement yeah. of the idea that he's in a, a good place or just that he's on board, I guess, at least? Before, I haven't before, heard that. Yeah, before before sale, I'll just I'll just say I, Super Bowl week when he was on tour, he did talk about I, I or just uh, with Rich Eisen or whomever else. He you know he made the rounds Super Bowl week, and you want to win really badly for the community. They care so much. There was some of that stuff. Okay, um, you know that's a while ago now, but there there was more of the sort of you know let, let me just feed the machine, so to speak, you know, just get, give you the stuff that you expect to hear. Um, there, there was some of that, um, you know, a month ago or so. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I just, 
I feel like you guys, like, I'd be careful reading too much of it, right? Like, I've already tweeted out the quotes and everybody, well, he's blaming this person. He's blaming that person. This must be must be a coaching criticism. I don't think it has to be any of that. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's simply him searching. Like, he's in search. Like, I don't know. Like, we, we're here. Like, we're right there. We got this great team. Like, why haven't we done it? It's the small little things. And I, so that's where I want to go. I, I don't think he's necessarily blaming anyone I think he is questioning the overall, like, okay, what, I know how, how much I operate, how I operate. I know how much I put into this. Like, is that what's happening here? Is everyone, because if we all are, then, you know, why hasn't it happened yet? I think that's what's going on here. But you're right. There's still a lot of questions unanswered. Now, he didn't talk about those things on this episode. He also wasn't directly asked any of those questions, right? Like, well, are you happy in Buffalo? Like, No, um, but, you know, guys, guys go out of their way yeah. to say it because they know they'll be scrutinized. You know, like right. you just have that every time in these kind of things. I mean, it's just it's what always happens. Uh, but maybe, maybe conspicuously absent here, you know, from from his comments. But Buffalo, I think, if I, if I may, could use some of that from him right now. You know, like uh, just yeah. the, in the next one of these conversations, the next one of these shows he does. Maybe we'd all like kind of like to hear him say, you know, onward. Let's go. We were close. We're good. We know we're good. Keep going. Is yeah. he is he really confused or baffled about why they're losing, or does he have specific, like doesn't don't we all reasons in mind? Just doesn't want to be specific, doesn't want to name names, or like he, for obvious reasons, doesn't really want to go that far. He, I mean, he's not. You can't believe he for all the time he says he thinks about it. Like you can't believe he just has no idea. So. Anyway, that's probably enough. I don't know. Any final thoughts on this before we get to the actual stuff? <laughs> I guess my only thought is that I'm just as confused now as I was before <laughs> he went out of the show and I listened. I really don't know. I think Stefan's a very, very interesting and intriguing person, and I enjoy listening to him, even though I'm confused and don't know exactly what he's trying to say, if he is trying to say anything. I, I enjoy it to maybe try and figure it out and do think he's very passionate and he's trying to... He wears his emotions on his sleeve, that's for sure. $45 million dead cap. Uh, if they trade him, I think it's 37 It's only 37 Yes. <laughs> I mean, what are we even talking about? Exactly. I know, I know. There's, exactly. There's no and, way functionally no. they could make that happen. He has to know that, right? Oh, I would 100% think he, think he knows that. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Mike. You are correct. Dead money is 454 that is correct. I'm looking at, uh, so I was looking at something else. So you're right, 45.4 dead money <laughs> if they were to trade him. So that, that's not going to happen. Yes, Bulldog, I think that he would have to know that. Um, as I've said many times, even if he walked into Brandon Bean's office and said, I want out of here, Brandon Bean would say, well, too bad. You just signed a contract extension last year. We gave you $70 million guaranteed, and I can't operate a football team by having $45 million of dead cap. So sorry. You know, I do want to ask this question one more way, and I recognize we've been talking about it for like eight minutes. Is it a non-story, Sal? In the end, all these things from Diggs, maybe even including his 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 uh, you know performance in the playoff game. I mean, is it a non-story? Do you feel like this is nothing ultimately? Um, before I answer that, Mike, it's both. If it's released, it's 47. If it's traded, it's 37. If it's 45 okay. released, okay. 37 traded dead cap. Anyway, he, he won't be released. Right numbers on that. He won't be Correct. released. Correct. And he's not, and if he was traded, it'd be $37.5 million dead cap. 
Um, is it a non-story? No, I think it is a story. He's the number one wide receiver, an elite wide receiver in the NFL, who previously had tweeted something which led to his departure from his previous employer. So his activity on social media, what he feels, is a story. The fact that he had a blow-up with Josh Allen on the field contributes to that story. At the end of the day, I don't think it rises to the level of, oh my God, he's going to be traded again, he wants out of Buffalo. I think it's something to talk about and monitor as far as how he feels about the offense, him being here, and what the future ultimately down the road may hold. Okay, good. Yeah, because I think he'd really like to see, and you know, this is in no way to imply that we won't see this, like a re-energized, recharged, like I, I, I won't want to see Stefan Diggs, you know, on the first pass attempt of the year, turning around if it's over his head, like he did in the Bengals game, like, <laughs> what are you doing out here? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to need to, if you're going to get there, I'm going to need you to ramp up to that. I don't need you hitting the ground at already borderline infuriated because the ball wasn't right, right at you. I do want to make one more point. He did talk a little bit earlier, and I didn't like tweet out the quotes because it wasn't specific about Buffalo. He did talk again about, like, hey, I'm passionate, and I don't care what anybody says. Like, if you're not, I feel if you're not kind of like that, like you can question people if they want to win. No one can question me wanting to win. That's why I am the way I am. Basically, is is how he he, he said it. So in some way, shape, or form. I hate that too. <laughs> you know you know my it. feelings on this. That's like, how he's wired, right? I mean, and that's how he feels yeah. about it, but I understand. Other guys want to win. I think they pretty much all want to win. Maybe not all to the exact same extent. Right. Let, let's talk about your latest article, the state of the Bills. Defensive yeah. line. Boy, there have been, there've been a lot of plays here by the organization in the draft and then quintessentially Von Miller and free agency. As you look at this unit right now, how impressed are you? Well, I only did defensive end. I am working on defensive, defensive tackle right now. Sorry. So that's all right. So so as defensive line as a group, um, let's parse it out to defensive end. Um, I'm encouraged by some things I saw last year from Gregory Rousseau. I think he made a step, and I do think that the best is yet to come from Greg Rousseau. I think he really took a nice step last year. He did not play football three years ago now. Um, I think that's part of like his growing process. He's a little bit more raw. Uh, he's had all these traits that they really love. But what I liked about him was the consistency that he actually had, even after Von Miller's injury, his numbers were pretty consistent, actually. Now, he's not putting up incredible numbers, but he did finish with eight sacks. I think that's a nice number. I'd like to see a jump this year. And typically, under McDermott and Bean, we do see a jump from players from year two to year three. So if that happens, I think he could be in for a really, really nice year. But obviously, the biggest thing is Von Miller and getting healthy. And if he can get healthy and he can get back um, you know, as soon as possible – that would just help this group tremendously. The, the, the odd thing is, A.J. Epinesa, very inconsistent through three years. I think we'd all probably agree on that. Mm-hmm. He actually had way better numbers after Vaughn's injury, and he didn't have a ton more playing time. He got more, but not a ton more. He actually had the same production in half the games after Vaughn's injury that he did before. And what can you do with that? Well, that leads me to maybe there's something to – how are we using him? Are we putting him in the right situations? Did we do something different with him once Vaughn was injured and how we play him? Because he put up good numbers after Von Miller got injured. And he, you know, we, we all saw kind of the, we, we've seen the flashes, but I think it's really interesting there. Okay. Defensive it, tackles. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Go ahead, Bulldog. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Basham is someone I want to ask about because that, that's all like yeah. like um, like Epinesa. That's a second round pick. Same draft as Rousseau. And I don't know, Sal, like how, where 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 are we on him? Still inconsistent. I think he's a guy that's got to take a year, two to three jump. I wouldn't expect it, obviously, like, you know, Greg Rousseau. But what's really interesting about him is, and it's just one game, I understand that, but it seemed like he started to figure things out, and then the playoff game, he was a beast. He he had his best game of the year in the playoff game against the Miami Dolphins. Now, no one really played that well, I think, on the defensive line anyway against the Cincinnati Bengals. But in that Dolphins game, he had like five tackles. He had a sack. He was really starting to figure things out, I think, as the season went on. They need more of that. There, he's going to have a really good opportunity, I think, in training camp and preseason to make another step and to impress because I don't expect Von Miller to get a lot of, even if he's getting healthier. I mean, training camp and preseason, probably we're not going to see him a ton, if at all. So I think that's the case there. Uh, the one free eight, those guys are all under contract, by the way, including Kingsley right. Jonathan, um, who signed a reserve co- uh, futures deal. The one guy who is going to be a free agent from that group is Shaq Lawson. And I think Shaq had a, a really nice year, and he was actually pretty consistent. You, when he was on the field, I think you could count on him to make a few stops. He wasn't going to hurt you. He, he didn't have many times this year. I'm like, oh, man, Shaq Lawson really didn't play that well. I think he was good. He was solid. He said he wants to return to Buffalo. He spoke very interestingly about the mental health component of the game and how he's been at his best in Buffalo. I agree with that. I think he's the best version of himself in Buffalo. He'd love to stay here. That's a big reason why. But he also said that he thinks he's put him in in himself in position to maybe, you know, get paid in free agency. I don't know about that. We'll see. And if he does, good for him. If not, I wouldn't rule out him coming back to Buffalo on a like some sort of minimum or, or low veteran deal. Before, I'm glad you got to him because I, I was yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah, good. Be- before yeah. you go, I know you responded to, to somebody on Twitter about this. The Wednesday is the day for the new league year, but really nothing from the Bills in the way of cuts or like announcements. And I think you, your response was, well, that's kind of what happened last year pretty much. You know, this is about when it would start, when you referenced Klein that's right. and a couple other moves. So, like, are, is there is there it's, anything to say about that we don't know anything yet? I think the only thing is to say that they still have time. They don't have to make these moves now. Last year, free agency started on March 15th. I'm sorry, was it uh, on the 16th, 16th? Sorry, the 16th. This year, it's on the 15th. Last year, their first move was March 8th. Then they made another one on March 9th and one other one on March 14th when they did releases. Um, so we're right there. We're actually a little bit behind schedule if you want to go by that timeline. But they have until and, – and it's only literally like Josh Allen, for example. You want to restructure him? It's literally just making a, 
a sign of a pen. Like they can just do that. It is, it's no work at all to do that. My guess is, my assumption is here, they're reading the landscape. They want to see what other teams are doing a little bit before going fully down that road to make their own decisions and say, okay, we know this guy's going to be available. Let's start to create some space. But I wouldn't read much into it. It's going to happen. They're going to have some releases, most likely. Um, they're going to have restructures, I think, almost definitely. And they do have some time to make that happen here. You'll probably see it in the next couple of days, I would imagine, but certainly mm-hmm. once March 13th gets here because that's when they're going to start positioning themselves to hit the ground running on the 15th. Yeah, I think the next couple of days also because that's when you want to announce bad news. Fridays and Saturdays. Fridays, yeah, sure. We'll see what happens. You guys will see what happens. I'll be driving through the snow in Pennsylvania. Uh, very good. Thank you, Sal. Okay, guys. All right, it's Sal Capaccio on our Wester Hotline, and his appearances are brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it is the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Yes, yeah, several inches. Southern Erie County and, like, all through Pennsylvania – which is exactly, that's tomorrow for me. Um, great. Who who couldn't use four to eight inches of snow right now, right? Like, who couldn't use that? Oh, let's, sure. Let's yeah. go. No, I'm, hap- I'm, ha- I'm happy. I mean, I got out of here during the last one, and so I, you know, I, I'm, I'm You're I'm the problem. Yeah, it is me. It's my fault. You're the problem because you got out of it, so we have to have another one of these, thanks to you. We didn't get Bulldog last time. Everybody was out, that like, or, or the February break, right? School's off and everything, and... Ice storm? I don't know. Fun times. Fun times. 803-0550, the Diggs thing. Like, are you thinking, are you wondering what he's thinking? Is it, of course, somebody's always, Bill's, somebody's going to call and say, like, why are you guys, you know, there's going to always be that. But, you know, it would be kind of cool if he just talked up the the, the team, the, Mm -hmm. the future at all. You know, one of these times, one of these many chances he gets. 803-0550 to call in. Yes? I mean, it's March, yeah, and I'm to believe you're still racking your brain trying to figure out what happened? I don't know. I mean, I dwell on things, but this seems a little obsessive. <laughs> you must have some take on what it is, right? If you, if you don't want to name names, let's just be positive here. I don't know. All right. Pre-game at 6, Sabres and Stars downtown. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Diggs wants to compete, and he does an amazing job uh, doing just that. You know, he's the alpha male. He he he's a dog. That's that's his mentality. So he wants the rock, and um, he's a competitor. I feel like if he was not complaining, and you know, he we lost that game, and we all sail off into the sunset on into the off season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that'd probably be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a competitor, and he wants to win. So that's all you can say. If you have any, if any potential retribution or problem by saying uh, anything else, like you, you say that. You say, guy just wants to win. It's, would you rather have somebody out there that doesn't want to win? Mm-hmm. Would you rather have someone out there that never shows any emotion? That's also not the same thing, but I don't know. Micah Hyde, by the way. I like Micah Hyde. I'm excited to see him back. I'm hopeful, and I don't want to assume anything, you know, like he's an older guy, had a neck injury, cost him a year. Um, let's let's go. Hopefully, he's able to play and at the same high level we're used to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Am I making a mistake if I'm assuming because he was efforting to get back? If they'd won the Cincinnati game, that like, well, of course he'll be back. But I, yeah. I, I probably shouldn't just assume that. Yeah, that's okay. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. 
running back idea of the day. Mm, okay. It's got to be Dalvin Cook. There is a rumor or a, there was a tweet that the Vikings got an offer or at least have an interested team in Dalvin Cook, James Cook's older brother, accomplished older brother from Minnesota. Had a pretty nice game against the Bills, if I recall correctly. How long was that run, Dalvin Cook, in uh, the Minnesota game? 80 yards or more? Whatever it was. It was good. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah. So his cap number is $14 million. Yikes. For any running back. But for Del- he's good. He's good. He's good. Dalvin James Cook is good. I like his brother James Dalvin Cook. Yes. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Did you know that? No, I definitely did not. That's my first time in life, I believe, ever being translated into Portuguese. Okay. Because ESPN's NFL account retweeted me with a little thing about, like, oh, they have each other's name as their middle name. And then I got another, because you get the notification when Uh you're tagged in it. And then I got the same one from the NFL in Brazil. Okay. And it was me and Sergeant Peepers and my little <laughs> avatar there. And because uh, Sergeant Peepers is big in Brazil now because of this this oh, tweet well, about Dalvin Cook yeah. Yeah. and James Cook having the same names as their middle yeah. names. Am I supposed to yell and scream about how horrible an idea it would be to pay a running back $14 million here? Is that what I'm teed up to do with running back idea of the day right here? I, I, I think you like... should do what you think is right. And, and if, get, if, just get out of here. With no. It's a horrible idea. It'd be like a fifth. You you don't want them for free because of the cap number. Yeah. Okay. I agree. No. I agree. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Delvin no. Cook, by the way, also has had not not every injury is the same, of course, and not every injury should scare everybody. You just saw two guys that had missed so many games, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I mean, McCaffrey played literally 20 games <laughs> this year. And Barkley wasn't hurt, you know. It's just not every injury is a problem long-term. Cook, however, I think is an exception to that because his shoulder has been, like, bad. Now, he he played through it, but you might have a concern there with him. Mm -hmm. And he is, I don't know, he's been in the league, what, four or five years. He got hurt. When he was a rookie, he was looking great, and then he had a, a knee injury that cost him the rest of that year. He is 27 and a little bit more than a half, Cook. Six years in the league. And his contract, as presently constituted, runs through 2025. Yeah, no. Come on. Yeah, no. What is Minnesota Minnesota just selling everything off? What do you mean, Zadarius Smith? Zadarius Smith. They're getting out from under Thielen, it looks like, or at least maybe they're efforting to do that. Thielen's um, kind of old now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, of course, and it's a big cap number. I mean, it, it makes sense. I just, you know, I'm just, yeah, Zedarius Smith might be the bigger one, and now D- Delvin Cook. I don't know, like, what are they? I think I, 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 I don't know about trying Smith. to unload a running back with injury problems with a big cap number. Um, you may, maybe won't necessarily make yourself worse doing that. So I should slow down on, you know, they're selling everything off. They might be trying to just get better. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a sell off at all. I mean. Uh, Thielen is probably a smart move. I think Cook would probably be a smart move. I don't know about Smith. I don't have a particular opinion about him, but it's $12 million in savings to cut him. So um, they're that's under... Him, the, the way I understand the Smith thing is it, it, like he, he wants to leave there. 
more than they they were looking to unload him. It was like he said, "Get me out of here." I, I okay. think that's how I read it today. So that's a little. Different. So maybe they won't cut him, or maybe they'll cut him later in the on the calendar and, and save a different amount or do something else, um, sort of to stick it to him. Maybe if they're not happy with him, yeah. they would keep him and then cut him later. Um, so and they're a team like the Bills who are over the the cap number already. Like they have to they have to make moves just to get become compliant. I think that's what the kids say. That is how they say it. Yes, get cap, cap compliant. Hey, um, I haven't figured out a good way to do this that I that I feel is really appropriate. I was finally at a place yesterday around six o'clock that I was ready to go, and then I ended up telling stories about Phil Sims and Coach K, and it was like six fifteen and whatever. Like we can't do this yeah. now. Here, here was, remember, yesterday I had a question. Yeah, the Bills question, yes. It was not a Bills question. Oh, sorry. Okay. It was a question, though. And I'm just going to ask you now, because I'm very, I'm curious for your answer. But I really want a Bills question, Mike. No, I'm sorry. Go Maybe ahead. you can ask yourself one tomorrow. How about that? Right. Yesterday was International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. Who is your all-time favorite female athlete? Ooh. I thought about this for a long time, and I did not. I could not come up with an answer that was like, "Okay, yes, this is this is the one." And I and you can't pick your wife. I can't pick. I'm not going to pick my wife. <laughs> Picking my wife as my favorite female athlete because you know she did some swimming and maybe some volleyball in high school. <laughs> but I, you can't pick a sister either. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. Happen. Can't pick any, anybody sort of in your family. No, who is your favorite all-time female athlete? I threw something to my wife from, like, across the room. I feel like her hands would just cross her face five times while it was in the air, <laughs> trying to figure out how to catch it. Like, ah! it's not, so she's out. Uh, yeah, not You good. can't pick her uh, anyway. <laughs> she didn't deserve that, but whatever. And especially so close to International Women's Day. Um, Serena. Really? Okay. I, I Yeah, I, I, yeah. I admire so much of what she's done in that sport. I, I just, and I mean, she's the greatest. I, I, I love everything about her. Um, so, like, that that's that's a default answer maybe, um, but I've loved watching her. I think, it, for me, this was a really interesting thought process, trying to come up with an answer, because a lot of it is in sports that you don't think about or that I don't think about very often, like the Olympic sports, right? Mm-hmm. Not even American athletes always were, you know, amazing at different Olympics. So I went through and I'm just like, I even use the internet. Like I'm sort of going through, is there anybody I'm not thinking about? Is there anybody, you know, from just whenever that I would want to pick for this? And I, you know, I considered a lot of those people and okay are they your favorite though like how do you show that you're that you're such a fan i pick venus williams really yes the reason i would pick venus over serena and they're really not considering their greatness i'm I'm talking thinking about like a favorite Mm -hmm. and serena had a few moments that were regrettable like there's no question about her greatness her importance you know like yes all, all the way. All, all of that is great. Venus Williams, for me, has a particular greater sort of dignity about her. And she is still playing in, in her 40s. I mean, not all the time. 
And she's also won a ton. Like, she's an all-time great, too. She's just completely overshadowed by her little sister's career. And that would be tough. It would be tough to keep, (laughs) you have to sort of get used to that. I mean. There's a lot to admire within her continuing. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. To play, even though she kind of got just passed, like she was standing still by her sister. Yeah, like I just have... Not forever. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the Williams sisters when they first started, but you know, like just these incredible careers, and I just have always appreciated how Venus Williams was still out there. You know, losing early in the majors, often with all the attention is on her sister, and you know, a great player who, all, I, as far as I know, they just always carried herself um, in a great way. So, okay, well, turns out our answers are actual sisters. Right. What do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I really did like the thought process, though, the yeah, experiment, well, like going through and right. who yeah, do I want little, to pick for this? It's, you know, without time to really consider it, um, you know, I, I might have liked going through the, the, the process, too. I might still spit out the same answer if I spent, you know, an hour or so just sort of pouring over some careers or just thinking about people that I didn't think of just now because I thought of Serena and when I'm done. Right? Like yeah. it's, 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 a, it's over. It's a credible answer for sure. Um, so I'm not going to, but I, I might like to think about, you know, someone a little more sneaky, I suppose. Well, maybe you will. You know, like a sort of a, 
a cooler answer that's not so obvious, someone like yeah. that. Six o'clock for Sabres pregame. Paul Hamilton will join us then. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. It was so long ago, I might as well uh, just mention that if you missed the beginning of today's show, put Bulldog to the test. Go ahead and name the AFC teams in order of shortest to longest odds to win the AFC championship this year. He did all right. You know, you could do worse. (laughs) You could do worse. At the first three. You got the first three. Chiefs won, Bills two. Somebody could, you know, say, actually, especially because of who number four is, Bengals two. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, on our power rankings, the Bengals are ahead of the Bills. But in the odds, they're not. It's not a big gap. Chiefs won, Bills two, Bengals three, Jets four. Okay. In the Bills division, in the Bills division, the the betting market seems to indicate, A, that the Jets will get Aaron Rodgers because no other quarterback available would mean this. Unless Jackson, but I mean, I shouldn't just say it so matter-of-factly. The the betting market is assuming Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, A, and B, that he'll make a huge difference there. I don't have win totals, but plus 750 to win the conference. As you may know... The Jets never come close to winning the conference. No, like they're perennially, perennially tre- terrible. Is what perennially they're. terrible. Yeah. We had a guy on this morning on Extra Point, and we played a clip from him, Paul Dottino. was like, this is a terrible idea. Explain to me what uh, the Jets should do instead. And you're not giving up much for Rodgers. You're just paying him a lot of money. That That's the, for ownership to, to worry about. That's if, right. It would stun me if, they, if, the, if the Packers held out for... Uh, even a first-round pass, I, I just yeah, think no. they're going to just give him away. They just want him out of there. No one thinks they will. Right. So, like, why why wouldn't the Jets just do that and see where it takes them? Even if it doesn't take them to the Super Bowl, doesn't mean it won't have been uh, worth it. Well, that hasn't happened yet, but uh, plenty of speculation. Rumors that the Jets think they, they've got it. Paul next as we turn our attention to the Sabres and their game tonight with Dallas. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, pregame after this on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T